Hey, do you love binging your favorite TV shows and wish there were a way to binge those books too? Then this podcast is for you, where we do a brand new book every month of me summarizing each chapter, sharing my thoughts and my takeaways with you, so that you don't have to do it all on your own. Subscribe to the pod and be part of this amazing community where all you need to do is show up for yourself. Hello my fellow readers, this is your host Twinkle Ruth and we are reading My Geeta by Devdut Patnayak. We are on chapter 9 that is you and I hesitate to trust. And we all know how our generation is not so good with trust and I guess part of it has to do with the fact that how we look at the other person sometimes we look at them as a rival or we look at them as a competition so in this chapter we have explored two themes and the terms are asuras and devas and we'll be exploring stuff around them Okay, I'm going to be honest here, this is like not my favorite chapter (laughs) and uh, that's going to be evident because I'm going to keep it very short because it has more to do with the concept of Asuras and Devas which are basically demons and gods, we all know the basic meaning of the terms. So what I'm going to do here is try to explain this concept and make it more relevant to the good and the bad inside us and the good and the bad in the society so let's go with that concept before i do that let me give you a little brief of what the chapter talks about in context of um devas and asuras so basically we know devas are good asuras are bad devas are ruled by oh indra who somehow gets easily insecure and steals like horses to disrupt ritual of powerful kings and sends damsels to enchant powerful hermit hermit as in what like tapasvis or like brahmans i guess indra also seeks brahma's help to destroy powerful demons both devas and asuras are children of brahma asuras do certain things to impress brahma and try to take his powerful weapons and with those weapons they plan to like fight with devas and try to take over devas place and basically their home so this is how the entire story goes they have little snippets and stories to explain the entire thing the chapter also comes to a conclusion and talks about how good and bad are always on opposite side and are required to balance things out in the world so i'm gonna emphasize on that part more and how that good or bad inside us and in outside the world affects our overall life now in the last chapter we talked about yoga and meditation which helps us discover things about ourselves inner selves which is like really good and everything but nobody can be perfect nobody is perfect 
even if you perform yoga and meditation like almost every day you are bound to make some or the other mistake that will may or may not be like intentional from your end but it will cause grievances to the other person or to yourself because let's be honest that's that's how life works and then there are some people who are totally oblivious to the facts of yoga and meditation and they end up causing more harm to others and uh, themselves i'm not implying that the people who don't do yoga or meditation are like cuckoo in the head i'm sure there are people who don't do both of the things or do one of the thing and are still mentally very stable and can make very informed and good decisions but i'm just speaking about the masses who just cannot get their shit together and i was one of those people a while ago okay so let's discuss the asura thing inside us like i'm not saying you are a devil but there is a good and a bad in everyone and we will acknowledge that bad right now so what do you think thinking about something bad makes us bad or actually doing something bad makes us bad like for sure intent is very important like if i accidentally knock something over that's unintentional and doesn't make me a bad person but say i destroy someone's valuable thing with intention of getting a revenge that makes me a bad person so when we combine both of those things together bad intention and bad action i think that's when we are actually a bad person so when we talk about this in legal aspects as well a bad intention plus a wrong action causes a person liability and that's how they have done wrong towards the other person or towards themselves so basically intention plus action when they both are bad that's when you are an actual devil if we talk about in the context of mahabharata kauravas biggest rivalry was with pandavas and they would do anything to get them like like drop dead or something like that because they actually like saw them as competition like i talked in the first part of this podcast how we see people and how we act that depends on how we see them and kauravas saw pandavas as a competition a rival so they acted bad towards him whereas pandavas saw them as family and they always tried to compromise and you know help them or like cover up their bad things and like look past all of that and try to make it work as family but when water came above the well they had to take action and that's how they came to the conclusion of war us in the present time we all expect things to like give us pleasure we just fuel our yearnings and create addictions with greed and then when we don't get those uh, things and we when we don't get what we expected kind of pleasure then what we do is we get more angry and we feel like we haven't gotten what we deserved because in our head it was level 100 
but the outcome was level 50 so we lose all our faith and we are complete hopeless and that rage creates havoc in our life and in the lives of people around us now how many of us wake up in the morning and think that today we have woken up with an intention of feeling good or with an intention of doing good very few of us acknowledge this and we wake up with that beeping alarm sound in our head that just goes off that's very annoying and that's how we wake up in a cranky freaking mood and that if our mornings like that then imagine how the day would be so here's very like personal morning ritual which i like to do is i don't put alarm like i don't need to for now i don't have a constant knacking boss at my head who just needs me to be there at eight o'clock in the morning in the office so you do you alarms good but try to make it a positive waking up experience that as soon as you hear the alarm instead of get, putting it on snooze just you wake up you take a deep breath you say thank you to things that you feel grateful to so i say thank you to mother earth universe i.e god and my body because these three things are the most important thing i feel in my life at the moment so i give thank you to all these three i wake up i look in the mirror i tell myself i love myself i have a good day and i set an intention of having the best possible day and coming up with the best outcomes that whatever today i receive i will make the best out of it so this initial step of setting up intention make me feel a lot easy and makes my day go smooth very easy i'm not saying this makes me a good person but i'm saying that it motivates me to be a better human being and have a better life and if i am being a better person and try to have a better life myself i'll probably be a hundred times more better to someone else maybe in between i'll fight a little bit with my sisters because let's be honest nobody can stop that from happening because those two are very annoying <laughs> just kidding i love them but overall it just puts me in a good mood and makes me want to do good and check off everything on my to-do list for sure so i'm gonna read this last few lines from the trapdoor krishna says arjuna yoga will enable you to perform action without expectation and look upon success and failure equally action focused on intention is better than action focused on outcome such action liberates you from all dualities and so improve your skills with yoga Gita is a huge fan of yoga and meditation guys let's give it to them like I said I'm gonna keep this chapter short because I'm not a big fan and I did give you guys what I took from this chapter that is the difference between good and bad as well as knowing the fact that we cannot be perfect and let's not try to put that pressure on us because that pressure is like gonna sink your lifeboat to be honest next chapter is chapter 10 which is you and i have potential mm -hmm. interesting 
now in the last chapter we talked about asuras and devas and in this chapter we are going to talk about bhagwan yes god again this chapter is very spiritual and i would like to center it back to our self development so i'm going to give a brief introduction of what the chapter talks about and then i'll tell you guys what i took away from it let's just be honest humanity is a big ball of flaws and we love every bit of it and there is someone this beautiful entity who just don't judge us who comforts us who indulges our hungers and insecurities that that persona is referred to as god or bhagwan in gita so in the starting i mentioned that krishna shows his virat swarup to arjuna which is his krishna's like divine form so in order to help arjun and give him a support and show arjun that he can like lean on krishna and feel comfortable around him krishna introduces himself as god it is also being said that god is not just somewhere out there god is also in us and in others because we are children of brahma i guess that's why then the book talks about various history of gods like in roman culture and in muslims and in christians how all of them have different prophets and all of them have their own analogies and psychologies about god and everything it's all very controversial and i would not want to do that so let's just move past it then the book talks about other hindu books like rigvedas and upanishads and what like what are the gist of those books and what they try to preach so that's that i am just trying to pivot away from this whole like you know schemes of religion because i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings here everyone is here to just learn a little bit about themselves no matter what religion so i'm not judging and i'm definitely not preaching one religion whatever my beliefs are i will keep it to myself and hopefully whatever your beliefs are you can keep it to yourself specifically related to religion because that is a very that can be a very a soft topic for people then the book talks about pre and post gita periods and how it influenced um a lot of hindu beliefs in a way especially towards god krishna also talks about how there is no end to his manifestations and uh, he is superior in all so let's say suppose amongst fish he is the dolphin amongst rivers he is ganga amongst meters it's gayatri among months it's december something like sorts like of highest order then the chapter talks about different descriptions of krishna's virat swarup so we all know right sanjaya is describing the whole event to dhritarashtra 
so sanjaya describes krishna's virat swarup form in a certain way then geeta talks about how arjuna describes krishna's uh, divine form so those two different uh, explanations are there what this chapter makes me realize is how small we are in this big fat universe like the universe is very large beyond us it's so huge it's so grand and we are like this little piece of grain in the sand and there is a whole desert of planet like whole desert of the universe and we are just this small little particle just living and trying to be the best possible versions of ourselves in a way while reading this chapter it made me like feel more grounded and it made me feel like it it relaxed me somehow knowing that there is there's no need for me to feel responsible for all the things in the universe that is going wrong or right no everything is not caused by me everything is not my responsibility some things are meant to happen and they'll happen no matter how good my intention is regarding that situation how good my intention is for that person if this thing is not supposed to work out this situation is not supposed to work out it will not work out for whatever even for smallest of smallest of circumstance and i do not need to pressure myself into feeling wrong about this because i am just a small particle of grain in this huge world of desert so this chapter was very freeing and very grounding for me and just made me realize that i need to look more inside me to find that god and to you know nourish that relationship with god within myself and maybe a little bit out, outwards because god is in others as well right so i just need to look inwards in order to help the god outside or in order to respect the god outside or in order to communicate with the god outside and that's all i could like that's that was very important to understand that is important to understand because some of us have this huge like pressures on our head that we need to do certain things for this certain person we need to so earn a certain amount of money in order to gain respect in society we need to get such good grades to impress our parents we need to live a certain way to do certain thing all sorts of things and we forget that if we are trying to live a life that is always about pleasuring the person the god outside we cannot we are disappointing the god inside us and we cannot you know there's a very famous quote i am sure everyone has heard of it but it's worth repeating that we cannot pour from an empty cup it's it's just so simple and yet it is so hard for us to understand that we cannot like give someone if we are at zero or at minus it's simple right if our bank balance is zero can we donate a, even a like 1 rupee to someone no 
so where does it all comes to it comes to working for ourselves towards ourselves and that is not selfish and you cannot make someone feel bad about it as well if someone is working to protect themselves to protect this peace it's not because they are trying to be selfish no they are protecting themselves they are respecting their own self they are loving this themselves so that one day they will be at such level that they will be pay it they will be able to pay this love respect trust outwards and that is the most important form of exchange like we learned in previous chapters and it all starts from within is what this chapter's takeaway is for for me so yeah i it's just got little deep here but yeah i i liked talking about this because i am such a big people pleaser and i have done nothing but please people in my life like if you would have talked to me in my high school years or even if my college years i would go lens to pl- like please people i would go to a different i'll just i'll just give an example so there's this person in my life whose validation has mattered to me the most and i would have done anything to please that person somehow that still affects me and i still do that at times but i am trying to distance myself now and i've tr- I, i am trying to i'm still doing that i'm still working on that i'm trying to set certain boundaries now that person has also somehow like set boundaries towards me due to whatever reason and which is which has helped me realize that how what, how big of a people pleaser i was when it especially when it came came to that person and i still somewhat am a people pleaser because i do certain things but i am i now i now i have acknowledged that about myself that's straight up there and if i don't want to go out meet someone or if i don't want to hang out i will not i will literally stay at home for months and just be with benji and enjoy and chill and talk to my mom about my day and i'm happy that way because right now i am filling my own cup sure i'm giving out little bit to benji to my parents to my f- some of my friends even my sister but they i know i've set my boundaries a certain way that they don't take up the whole mug for themselves and i don't let them have the whole thing for themselves i preserve what i need to preserve i restore my balance and i give out whatever i can and i've learned to say no quite a lot i'm sure jilmil knows that better than anyone else because she's straight up listening no from me from past one month and i'm not sure if, if she has noticed but that's me setting boundaries and she, i know she respects that a lot because somewhere she has made me realize that i am a big people pleaser and she really i i love her and she made me realize that and i'm grateful for her for making me realize that and yeah so that's the story of a people pleaser i hope you can work on yourself too and feel like 
little bit working on yourself when you hear this if you are someone somewhat like me so that's that <laughs> well uh, so the podcast is done for the day and i'll be posting another podcast maybe tomorrow or day after tomorrow so stay tuned okay over and out your host twinkle dhut oh wait i forgot to plug in yeah all the pages and groups are down below linked everything is linked in the description even the books that i'm reading currently and the book atomic habit that i'm going to be doing next month that is also linked uh, in the show notes below so do check it out okay officially over and out twinkle dhut your host bye